Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back. We are here streaming live uh, this Saturday morning, and welcome to our next session where we're going to continue to talk about the five T's, which is transformation through transparency, truth, and trust. Today's episode, we're going to get into living or standing in your truth and what that means and what that's all about. And it's a little bit different than what you think. It's not just about telling the truth or truthfulness. It actually gets a little bit deeper than that. We're really going to focus into it, uh, give you some information, some background, some insight, and some better ways to truly clarify, look at, and maybe have some self-realization about whose truth you're really living in your life and what that's all about. So stick around. Let's get into it. Welcome back. And as I said, we're going to talk today about living in your truth. Uh, ladies, how are you doing this morning? Fantabulous. Fantabulous. Yeah. Welcome. My name is Brian Murray. I'm the founder of Village of Voices and also the VOV Network. And I'm joined today by two co-hosts. So Bridget, I'll let you go first. How about you do a quick introduction? Hello, world. I'm Bridget Kinney. I am the founder and director of Building Bridges Mentor and Outreach Program and also the director of Be Beautiful Girls Mentor Program. Thank you. And Zarell, how about you? Well, hello, world. I'm Zarell Gibson. I am your lupus coach and I am the CEO of the Gibson Lupus Art. Welcome. Welcome, both of you. So, we want to get into this subject, talk a little bit about it, and basically uh, talking about your truth and, and living or standing in your truth and what that means, what that looks like. And that's that's what our focus is going to be for today. Uh, to start it, we're going to go with a, uh, a definition of what we mean by truth. So we'll start with that. So I'm going to bring the pre presentation in and we'll just jump to a slide where we cover that. So what is truth? All right. Definition, standing in your truth means that you stay true to who you are, whether it's your feelings, opinions, or morals. It's an essential aspect of living a life of passion, fulfillment, and authenticity. So for, the, for our reasons today and for the premise of what we're going to be talking about today, this is kind of the foundation of what we mean by what is truth. And that's what we're going to talk about. You, anybody want to add anything on top of that or elaborate a little bit more on what we mean by this? The definition itself speaks of your truth. Honestly, that's mm -hmm. where I, I, I feel this definition is coming from. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Speaking of your truth. And that's interesting you bring that up because that's one of the things we're going to dive very deeply into about your truth versus the truth and some other perspectives on all of that, which will play into this which I think will be eye-opening for a lot of people when they really start to get a grasp on uh, how those two things can really be of contrast in their lives. And that's really what we're going to be talking about is figuring out whose truth are you actually really living as you are going through and, and uh, living your life. Bridget, anything, anything you want to chime in on that? Um, and I like the way you put whose truth are you living, because when we started this um, idea, we didn't really talk about the whose truth are you living. We basically talked about our truth, um, the truth. Um, and so that's a very pivotal um, um, 
I guess, statement. Whose truth are you living in? Because we don't often think about that until we start to get very self-aware about ourselves. And we'll go into that. So I like that. Whose truth are you living? Absolutely. Yeah. And that's a great point. Uh, so with that said, let's move to the next slide. And this is where we're going to start to, to peel, peel back this onion a little bit so that you get an understanding and a feeling for the depth of what we're talking about. And we're going to start that by uh, getting into uh, a little bit more information about the meaning of your own truth and what that's about. Bridget, do you want to share that with our guests? Okay. And stepping into your authentic truth it's a quote by uh, Gabby Bernstein. Step into your authentic truth because your truth will light up the world. Um, owning your truth is living an authentic life based on your inner wisdom rather than the opinions of others or societal measures. Mm-hmm. And so what that quote means for me is that, you know, coming into your truth will reflect your true self, who you really are and what you really bring to the world. And that is what God has anointed you to be. Um, in order to give him honor first, uh, right? But also, which always, which also brings uh, what you bring into the world, what light you bring into the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This is a, I like that quote, you know, uh, stepping into the, your authentic truth. Um, because it is, it is about bringing some light to the world. And one of the ways that I always looked at that was to say, you know, it, it allows you to, I think, achieve this level of, freedom and uh, self-expression that you don't maybe even realize you can or that that's possible (laughs) to be able to do that. And I think that that's a key component of it. Exactly. And that's why God brought us here. He he had a purpose for each of us. And I I don't want to get too um, spiritual or religious. I guess I'll do. Um, He brought us here for a a specific purpose. And so if we tend to to lean against toward the side that everybody wants us to be, that's not who he anointed us to be. He anointed us uh, for such a time as this, basically, so that we can bring that light into the world. So if we're doing anything differently, we're actually dimming that light. Correct. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so burn bright is, is, is one way to say it. Uh, and that, that's absolutely true. Um, Zarell, you want to chime in on any, any parts of that? Uh, yes. Cause I love what she said. You know, um, we all do have a purpose and you know, the best example that has ever been put to me is that we're made up of one body, our body. Part, mm-hmm. There's so many different body parts to one body. If everybody wants to be a hand, how does the rest of the body function? So you are supposed to shine in your, <laughs> excuse me, in your space where you are, you know, so that the whole body can function as a whole. No space, no part of the body is smaller than the next, because when you're missing one part, whether you can see it or not, you, it stops the function of another part. So you're important Mm -hmm. no matter where you're placed. And Mm. that's, that's what I got out of what you guys were saying and out of this quote and everything. And it just, it really helped me um, that example itself really helped me put my perspective of my purpose and what I was supposed to do in my corner of, of the body to do what I needed to do in the world. Absolutely. I could not agree more. So let's dive in a little bit deeper. So we're going to move on to the next slide. And here we're going to start to talk about your truth versus their truth. And this is where we really open up the can and, and get into the nuts and bolts of what we're talking about today, because this is where we really start to assess um, some of the things that start to drive that answer of whose life are you actually, or whose truth are you actually living in your life? Uh, so let's let's get into that a little bit. Bridget, you want to kind of talk okay, about your that? truth um, versus the truth. Your truth, your truth is what you believe 
for you in your life, your morals, your feelings, your opinions. Your truth is not based on outside factors. The truth has nothing to do has nothing to do with you or others' beliefs. It's it's based in fact. Um, so learning to live in truth is inspiring and empowering. Um, I will say to me, this is situational. Brian and I, um, and me and other my other um friends have gone kind of back and forth in this because um, some people tend to think that your truth may not necessarily be the truth. I will agree that it might not be the truth, but it's what you believe. It's your feelings. It's your opinions. And you stand in that. No one can stand in that for you. Um, and so that to me, that's just plain and simple. Your truth is your belief. The truth is fact. They can, mm-hmm. they can stand next to each other, but they don't go hand in hand. One may have influence on the other. I will agree to that. But what you believe in, what you stand in and your truth is what you believe in. The truth is fact. So just in that opinion itself, all, all I heard around that word truth was perspective. What's how, yes. how you see that, you know, your truth, that is your opinion and your perspective on how life is for you at that moment in time. That is, truth in itself doesn't really have, we use the word truth, but it's really perspective. It doesn't have truth because truth itself is fact. It plays in history. We can we can record it. We we see it throughout the Bible, throughout whatever history that comes up. Whether somebody wrote it, somebody finds out the truth, somebody finds out a lie. Truth is fact. So mm-hmm. based off of what you said, I heard perspective and not truth, even though we call it truth because it's my truth. It's my opinion. This is where I'm walking today. And yes, this is true because this is how your environment your environment is made up. But again, it's your perspective. You can have two people in the exact same house, have the exact same rules, raised the exact same way, and come out totally different. Mm-hmm. That yeah. in itself is how they chose to receive what they got from their household. The truth is, your parent taught you everything the same. But yet and still, you guys both got a different outcome of what was told in the at the core of everything. So yeah. what we used to say as kids was, there's his truth, my truth, and then there's the truth. Mm-hmm. So that was a big thing I had, what I had to learn when I was younger and as I was growing older and how I had to understand other people because I used to say, this is true, but no, it was my perspective. This was yes, my perspective. perspective. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. It's one of the things I had in my notes uh, perception versus reality right so it is your perception versus what is the reality and that's this is where we really wanted to get deep into this because one's perception or how you're perceiving certain things um can become that person's specific reality right because that's how they see it so from, from their chair whereas another person can have that exact same experience be there in that exact same moment but walk away with a totally different perception of what just happened and, and, and literally both people tell two different stories. Uh, yeah. so that comes into play quite a bit when you, as you just says, Ron, it's a perfect way to say it, his truth, you know, my truth. And then what really yeah. happened in that, in that scenario, um, really does play out quite a bit. So when we're talking about perception versus reality or that piece, especially here at this point in this process, um, one of the parts I want to bring into it is talking about, and we've talked about this before, um, 
what can really drive a lot of this, where we don't realize it, is going back to when we talked about people pleasing, right? Because a lot of sometimes our behaviors, we start acting in a way because we want to be pleasing to people and 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 that type thing, and that you know get into confrontation, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so our behaviors start to be in that mode so that we don't ruffle feathers and, and we get along and that we're accepted. So as we walk in that walk, we are not actually walking that walk as our true selves. So then it becomes from a perception standpoint, who am I perceived to really be? You know, how, who, who, how am I being seen by people in the world? Because now I'm not actually putting forth who I really am in those particular situations. So that's another piece of it that I think is a, a very important thing that we look at. Well, I just, on that note, I mean, um, a conversation I had with my sister a while back, and we, we've come to a better place in our life where we've been able to communicate a lot better. So mm-hmm. what I've learned is that, or what I've had to teach her and what I've had to learn is that just because I have this view, it never meant to hurt you. This is how I saw it. So it's about communication on how you come about in the situation, how you come out in the situation, knowing that no one's trying to be vindictive. I'm trying to tell what happened to me and how I felt about the situation, because mm-hmm. that's honestly how you play your part in. We're all given a story mm-hmm. and then and upon given a story. We're not supposed to hold the story. We're supposed to share the story in our experiences. So when you share those experiences, that is the truth that you came up with. The perspective, like we said, that is your truth that came about. And that's how you help somebody else by telling that testimony to whomever may come across your path who needs to hear it. So therefore, Mm -hmm. it's about how you articulate that, how you articulate that message Mm -hmm. to those out there so that you're still living your truth and knowing that what's coming out of your mouth is not meant to hurt. Now, understand it might hurt your feelings, but that's something that you have to deal with. Because mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I'm not here to hurt your feelings. I'm here to say, this is how I felt. You know, I'm not going to say that I'm not going to feel like this because it's hurting your feelings. Now, we need to not be in the same group, then, you know, it's understandable. It's a mutual agreement. Okay, we, we don't mesh well. That's okay. But in society, what they teach us is that everybody should love everybody. Everybody should get along and everybody should be in the same pot. There were 12 tribes and, you know, they didn't all get along. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was biblical. <laughs> there were 12 tribes. You know, everybody's not the same. Everybody's not in the same tribe. Not everybody needs to be in the same place. Too many, bar- too many parts of the body. The hand can't be the ear's best friend all the time. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean? It has to go in other places and be able to do other things. It doesn't mean to hurt it. But, you know, it, it, has, it has to happen. You know, when we become more comfortable with having conversations and not automatically putting up this defense mechanism where you feel like you have to hold people back 24-7, then we will be able to communicate a lot better to even see that, okay, I get this is how you see it. I get how you're speaking, and you don't mean that towards me. And we won't be on a defense mm-hmm. as much. Mm-hmm. I hope that was along your lines. No, it makes a lot of sense. Um, I've been in a circle. I, I've, I've written a book, and I've been a part of an anthology. And so I've been in a circle of women um, that are authors, and they've talked about, they've told their story in their in their books. And they've said that um, the people that were part of their lives through those stories were offended, you know, and were hurt because they brought these stories out. But they said those were, that was my story. That is what happened to me. And yes, communication is very important because you have to, um, 
uh, I guess, communicate with the people that are a part of that story that went along that journey with you that may may have gotten offended. You have to articulate very carefully with them and say, hey, this is my story. It may hurt um, you um, that it may affect you in whatever type of way. But, you know, that is something like you said, Zero, that you're going to have to deal with. And so communication is very is key when you're talking about your truth and living in your truth, because you're going to have that pushback. It's, I'm so, it's so funny you said that because my sister stopped talking to me after I wrote my book. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's most, that's most of the time it comes up. That is because you can tell your truth to people and they'll accept you all day long. And we'll go with it. We'll go. We're stepping ahead of ourselves, but they'll accept it all day long. But when it affects them, then they yeah. want to kind of let's roll back and see, you know, is that really what happened to you? Because I don't remember that and I don't remember and you feeling like that. Yeah. And, and so it is part. important that you articulate in a way where everybody will see that this is my story. This is not your story with me or me, my story with you. This is just my story. And so everyone has a, a different story, a different perspective and a different outlook on, on what happened. But you'll, um, you'll be the only person that has that on, on about you. Exactly. No one else can tell that story. Yeah, exactly. And once she un- once she understood that we we had a better arrangement because she literally did not talk to me for a while, and I was trying to figure out because we had a good conversation. All of a sudden, she just dropped off, and she was mm-hmm. like, "I read your book." It's <laughs> like, wait, what? <laughs> that is when it happened. That is one of the times it happens. Yeah, it definitely is. But we're in a better place okay. now, so <laughs> that's all good, right? So now this is perfect because this is exactly what we're what I'm talking about when we say whose truth are you actually living? Because those situations like that, when you've got a, a sibling or an old friend, a spouse, or whoever it might be, and something happens in your life where you share something or uh, start to put yourself out there in a different way, which is shining a different light in different ways that they don't want or want or haven't been used to in the past, it can cause some conflict and, and some challenges like that. Uh, so, so then when that happens, if you then say, oh, you know what, I, I, I don't want to you know, have that or hurt their feelings. So I'm going to essentially step back and not be that true person or express the truth or put my feelings out there uh, or how I felt about or an exchange or a situation that happened. That's when we start to kind of lose ourselves again. That's really what we wanted to, to focus in here on. Um, yeah, it. It's not going to be perfect sometimes, and it, 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 it might hurt some feelings. There may be some challenges. Being able to communicate about it is, is the important piece, and we're going to cover that in, in greater detail later of how to go about, as you do start to truly stand in your truth, some ways to communicate that, that to make it better for all. But that's the key component of it is getting to a place of comfort that you can truly do that, stand in your truth, and, and be okay with that and, and move forward in your life. It's Absolutely. very dangerous if you can't, honestly. I, I truly believe that, you know, as a child, I held a lot of stuff in until I couldn't. So I was the active volcano. You know, I mean, they knew I can blow at any moment because I held so much stuff in mm-hmm. in consideration of everybody else around me and they didn't see it as being consideration because I, if I would have just came raw the way I was, they already thought I was harsh. I mean, they really would have thought I was something else. So the fact that I held so much in until I couldn't hold anymore, um, that just imagine doing that as an adult. You know, I was a child then. And you bring that into adulthood, you know, and people who don't even know you, who don't even 
um, know what the heck is going on. And they're not even the real issue. They're just the person you're blowing up on. And then you wonder why you're in this down spiral of depression and things. I can't understand what I'm going through because you're holding on to stuff that you've put on a back burner that you should have dealt with a long time ago. So I can be, I truly believe it can be very, very dangerous because suicide attempts, people hold on to stuff thinking they're the only person in the world. Depression, thinking you're the only person in the world. You know, so many different things, thinking you're the only person in the world. You know, and you're not. You know, we yep. put up this defense like uh, you. We put up this defense. I don't know where it came from. Where with this defense mechanism when we were so young that we have to put up these fences of there's nobody who's like me, or or is it that country saying what happens in the house stay in the house? You know, in this house is that what that's what it is? Mm-hmm. You know, you you what happens to me stays with me because no one needs to know my business. Mm-hmm. Why not? You sharing your you share. Now I'm not talking about some things. I mean, you guys understand what I'm saying, but. Share if sharing helps you to heal, and when you can heal, you can move forward. And when you heal, you help someone else. You're, you're not even trying to. You, all you know is that you're just trying to express yourself, but you don't have. You understand how how you're helping so many other people by healing yourself, because we're not here. We were never made to be by ourselves. We were made here for everyone else, for other people. Not to say that you need to live your life for other people, but as you do you, you do better with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's something I had to learn in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, it was timing because I listened to what you were saying and I could have at an early age um, wrote a book or or went out and talked about the, the different situations I experienced that brought me to where I was at that particular time in my 20s and my 30s, which is a story. Um, but I think for me, timing had to play a big part in it because God knew I was going to be a mentor for young teen girls and for young women that he didn't allow me to kind of open my mouth that at that particular time because of how harsh I would have been and just no holds bar um, and in the blame. So what he did for me is heal me and show and not only heal me, show me what part I played in it. So then when I was able to speak about it, I can show I can tell my role in it as well as others. And so when I speak my, to my teen girls, even to the young women that I mentor, I'm able to identify my role in it and then talk about other people and what they did to me as well. But it was if I would have done it at an earlier age, I would have it have been a blame game all all over the place. Um, I never I never um, thought about the role I played in it and, and how I let it affect me and what my actions were based on how it affected me, affected me. So timing for for me standing in my for for me, timing was very important for me standing in my truth. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's very interesting because there are certain uh, people that uh, I won't necessarily, necessarily have to be role models. They can be role models for you, depending on, you know, your life. And you, you may like them or not like them. But uh, I'll name a few. Oprah Winfrey is one. Uh, Tyler Perry is another. Steve Harvey also. Uh, and if you follow their stories, if you read any of their biography information, uh, you know, Oprah had a, a very tough childhood and, and some of the things she experienced in her life were kind of horrific in a lot of different ways. But that's what made her who she is. And that but that's where she gets her strength and her energy and her motivation from by living and accepting and openly stating 
these truths, right? And, uh, you know, Tyler Perry's obviously, you know, the, get, just done so many great things. But, you know, at one point he was living out of his car. He's homeless, right? And same thing with Steve Harvey, you know, in, in, their, in their past. But they openly talk about that age and that stage of their life and what that was like and, you know, not having. Uh, and, and so that's what we're talking about is understanding that uh, sometimes the, the truths that we have in our lives, in our history, uh, et cetera, et cetera, aren't always the prettiest thing in the world. But those are the, the foundational pieces. That's what has created you as the person that you are. That's where you can find your strength, your weaknesses, uh, uh, things that maybe, you know, you can grow from it and challenge yourself with because it is your true makeup. And and as Zarell was saying a little while ago about how we hide those things sometimes and the mental stress that that puts on us and why we get into depressed states and suicidal thoughts and all these other things is because we hide it so much so because we don't want to feel like we're getting judged by it, but it's your truth. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're really talking about today is understanding and get into that point of accepting that and living, standing truly squarely in your truth, no matter what that looks like and, and where that has brought you from. And again, it, the, the, the pieces of that, and we're going to talk a little bit later in today's episode about the rewards of doing so uh, are going to be key for you, I think, in, in moving forward, uh, having transformation in your life and, and having more clarity and freedom in your life. Uh, is very important stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So let's, let's move on to the next slide. We'll go ahead and bring the presentation back in. And that actually will take us to the next slide. And this is where we're going to get into talking a little bit about um, signs that you're not standing in your truth. Uh, so I'm going to kind of run through this real quick. And I, interesting enough, like when I put this slide together, one of the things I decided, I'm going to put like a little box before each one. So it's like a check box. It's like, so do I, should I, or should I not put a check mark before each one as I kind of read through these? Uh, so first one says, uh, you ask others, other people's opinion before expressing your own. So that's one. Uh, and, and a lot of times we don't realize that we're doing this or the, what the ramifications of that are. But what's happening is instead of you standing up and expressing your opinion first so that you stand on where your belief is, what, what your <coughs> perspective of it is, etc., you hold yours back, you ask others' opinion. And then if in that your opinion gets reshaped before you then express what you have to say, then which truth are you actually living and expressing in that moment in time, right? Because you've allowed others' comments and what they've shared to reshape your opinion versus the one that where you started. So that, that's one to be aware of. Uh, I'm going to run through these and we'll come back and we'll revisit them all. Uh, you are afraid of conflict, and we talked about that already, and that, that's basically self-explanatory. So instead of actually standing up and saying, hey, no, I think this, I feel this, I believe that, uh, you don't say anything in to avoid the conflict that may come from it. So is that something that uh, you may be guilty of? Uh, <clears throat> you, will go, you go along to get along, and I we spoke about that earlier, and that's people-pleasing, as, as we talked about, and so that's one piece of it. Uh, you only interact with people who have the same opinions and viewpoints as you. And I, will, I want to definitely come back to that because that's a key, key component to this whole thing. And then the last one says, 
you find it hard to accept your own weaknesses, right? Uh, and that kind of goes back to what we were just talking about, about where, where you may have been in life and somehow now you see that as a, a, a minus in your life or a weakness in your life and you don't want to own it or express it or share it uh, because you can't grasp what that means to you and, and figure out a way to be okay with it. And I think that's all important. So how about we dive into it? And, and, and ladies, feel free to jump in on any or all of these at, at any point in time that you might want to, to share or talk about. Okay. At one point, I was all of these. <laughs> all, really? I checked off all the boxes, literally. Really? I, was, I was scared of conflict because I was told that I was this, this mean child. So conflict meant I was doing something wrong. You know, so and then I wanted to be a people pleaser. So then I needed people who had the same viewpoint as me. So we didn't have a lot of disagreements or anything like that, you know, and then of course, what does it say? Um, you ask others opinion. So I was always asking everyone, what do you think? What do you think? Is this sound good? Does this look good? I even still do it today sometimes, you know, just to be, well, today, the reason why I do it, cause I need to confirm the thought I have. If it's not the same thought and I was, and I'm feeling strong about my thought, I was like, okay, I might as well need to go with my own thought. But nine times out of 10, God confirms my thought. So I'd be like, well, I'm cool. So, you know, it's all good. <laughs> so <laughs> I still do the first one a little bit. But yes, at one point, it was really, really bad that I could check off every single box because I was not comfortable in my own skin. You yeah, know, I, I, was, um, <clears throat> I was the pretty girl with no personality. You know, I was mm -hmm. pretty, I, I looked mean because I didn't smile a whole lot. Um, and these were all things that, you know, people in my family told me. So if people in your family tell you when you're growing up, it's like, well, you know, you, you, they, they, they groom you for the world. You know, I said, families, whether you like them or not, family is the best teacher for the world because that's how you're going to respond to the world. Now, family knows you, family knows your background and you can talk crazy to them. But you can't talk crazy to the world. You got to take hold of what your family said because that's how you need to show up in the world. And mm -hmm. I didn't realize a lot of harsh things that meant me no good. I was taking out there, therefore allowing the world to take advantage of me, which is one of the reasons why I became a people pleaser. Because I had to make sure people liked me so that I can move forward. I had mm -hmm. to use I had to use my face, as my mom said. She's like, use your face. You gotta you got. You're like a bull in a china camp, but you got to calm down. You got to do this. And so I, I allowed people to run over me, you know, and I didn't want conflict because that means you don't like me. That means I'm not going to get in and do what needs to be done. Um, and I have so much knowledge in me that I wanted to share, you know, but no one wanted to hear in my family. So when I got into the world, I thought they still didn't want to hear me. So I clammed up a lot. Mm -hmm. I just I just rolled with everybody else, just being comfortable, going with the flow. As, as people ask, what you doing? Going with the flow. <laughs> Wherever the flow takes me, that's where I need to go. Didn't realize I was supposed to be fighting the current. 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 I was supposed to fight the current. Right. <laughs> Didn't even realize it. But I was yeah. going with the flow, hitting the rocks and all the bumps, getting all the bruises, the scrapes and the stitches and everything else. But at this point, you know, the way my, my life has been a little rocky, <clears throat> you know, with my lupus journey and everything, I I'm grateful. I'm, I'm grateful for all my bumps and bruises that I had to go to learn how to get to this point in my life. Yes. You know, so now that I can say that I used to check off all the boxes, no longer do I check off all the boxes, but I mm -hmm. used to check off all the boxes. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. yeah. Um, 
if you would just let me be um, transparent and let me go through all these steps. Let me just say this. When I was researching this topic, um, I did check at one time, check all the boxes. Um, I will say this, and I tell this to people all the time. I'm pretty transparent um, in terms of my life story. Even on social media, I always have a true story because most things that happen to me now in terms of uh, success or not with my organization or whatever I do, traveling or whatever it is, it has a backstory to it in my life. It has a backstory. And I feel compelled to let people know the backstory because they just, you know, what they see is the story, the part of the story that they came in on. Mm-hmm. And so I have to show them and I have to tell them a backstory. And I guess that's why God made me a mentor. Um, because of that. And and I know that's why my journey was the way it was because of that. I didn't even know what my truth was. I'll just say, I'll start off by saying that. So when I did not know my truth, yes, I was very hesitant to speak up in conversation or even when discussing something about myself and why, because I had made so many, what I would call bad decisions in the past that any decision moving forward at a certain time, at a certain age, just I just didn't know if it was going to be the right one. I would say even up until the last two years, any decision I would make, I didn't know if it was the right one because I had made so many um, bad or bad decisions for me um, before that. So I was very hesitant to say, okay, this is what I don't like that. I don't want that. This is what I want. And so I was hesitant to speak up or speak out in conversations, even when it had something to discuss about myself or my decisions Um, in in the voices in my head. I wouldn't listen to them because they had been wrong. They had proven to be wrong based on the outcome so many times until I had walked it out further ahead and say and saw, oh, okay. that's why this happened. Um, Number two, I did shy away from pushback because um, and people that know me all my life would say would know that, you know, she going to say it. And mm-hmm. so and then sometimes be like, girl, why don't you just chill out? Why don't you just calm down? It's not that serious. I'm going to say it. And so after a while, I was like, well, maybe I shouldn't say it then. Maybe because everybody's saying, you know, she's going to say what she feels. She's going to say how she feels. And people um, um, didn't understand that about me. But now that they do. OK, I'm on a podcast now. On his, uh, <laughs> but <laughs> but I'm going to say what I feel. And so I did shy away from the pushback. And then I flipped into this people pleasing person. So when others would say, you know, you're doing too much and I'd be like, OK, maybe I'm doing too much. So and maybe I believe in too much and maybe I value too much. Let me just let me just calm down. And then I. I I gave up what I needed or what I wanted to please others. And at the end of the day, I felt miserable. Um, at the end of the day, I was discontent because I didn't follow, you know, my truth. And that haunted me for a long time till it was almost like I was in a in a, 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 a cup and then I was at the very top and I was like about to bust out because it was too full. It, it, it haunted me for a long time. And I did live inside my social comfort zone. And I was so afraid to do these, the things that I am doing now. And I saw other people doing it. So I would just be in this little box with them, with other people that weren't doing what I want to do, but talked about it. Mm-hmm. And not saying that my friends that I, I, I'm in circles with are not now are doing everything or not doing everything. But I did, I did, um, I did surround myself with people that talked about doing everything and that didn't actually follow through and it was comfortable for me right because we all wanted to do it um we just didn't put any action to it we all wanted to do it and and i will say this 
um, people thought I was stuck up. They thought I was bougie. And I was really just, and I've talked about that in my book. I was just really insecure. I was just, I didn't feel like I should, I belong in this circle or in this group or with these people. So I just stayed back. And so they were, you know, while people thought, oh, she thinks she's too good for this and too good for that. And really, I did not feel that way at all. It was the exact opposite. Um, It's good to be. It's good to be different. I mean, it's not good. If it doesn't feel good for you, um, but to be standing your truth is actually is actually healthy. Just like um, join and I liken it to joining a fitness club. You know, you don't want to do this every day. You go, you make the decision. It's like for me, it's an executive decision to even get out the car. So I'm in the car saying, "Oh my God, if I could just get out this car." Um, then that's one step closer. So it doesn't feel good for you, but at the end of the day, the results are amazing. Um, just like with any kind of fitness program and you have to be uh, willing to let go of the perfection trap of wanting to be in everything for everybody. We talked about that in other sessions. You cannot. And when Mm -hmm. you don't accept your weaknesses, that's what you'll try to do. You'll try to be everything to everybody. Um, Others can put a mirror in front of you. And then there you go again, um, judging yourself and thinking, maybe I'm not doing this because, you know, I did do that. Or maybe I'm not going to succeed in this because, remember, I'm not really good good at that. But when you do that, you don't focus on uh, you don't focus on your strengths. And then you take the focus away from it, uh, away from living inside your truth. And so. When people put the mirror up to me now, I look deep into the mirror because it's a learning experience for me, you know, and to look into those things and say, okay, that's true. That's what the weakness, but my truth is this. That was the true sin, but my truth is this. Um, blase, blase. And so I'm okay with learning and accepting um, what what they see or what the weakness was at that time. Mm-hmm. Thank mm-hmm. y'all for that. Thank y'all for giving <laughs> that moment. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So, Bridget, thank you for sharing that. Zarell, same thing for sharing what you shared. And there was so much that came out of, of and as you said for me, similar, the, the checks on a lot of those boxes. But a couple of things I want to unpack just based on your feedback and then some of my personal things. Um, you know, one of the things you were, were talking about is, you know, the people pleasing aspects of it and this, that, and the other thing. And, but you also have, I think part of this is from a self awareness standpoint and being able to reconcile. Uh, your feelings, how you felt, what the experiences have been like, where you've been, all, all of those pieces and parts that are behind it all. That, that's one piece of it. But then also, as you do bring that forward, um, being able to also pick your battles. So it's not saying that you need to stand up and fight or cause conflict in every possible moment in time, right? Because that also has a negative piece to it because that takes energy, that takes effort. And so understanding that there may be certain people, there may be certain places or positions where it's really just not worth pushing that, right? So being able to think that through for yourself and understand that, you know what? Yeah, I do have a difference of opinion or I see that differently. However, in that person or in that space and in that place, it, it's not really relevant. So right. put it down and move on, right? Don't Don't waste your energy on that. But in those other situations where it is relevant and that's what you've determined, those are the ones you have to stand for and and, and uh, be accountable to, right? Uh, another one, Bridget, you said I, th- I thought was great, and that was talking about uh, being with a group of friends or uh, in, a, in a social circle and not uh, stepping forward and being you, right? You, you, you cower back in the corner and 
they then they start to, and this takes us right back to where we started, which was which was great, and that's why I made a note of that. That's the perception versus reality, because their perception of you was you're bougie, and you you think you're better than us, blah blah. But that wasn't the reality of it at all. The reality of it was totally the opposite. You were uncomfortable in that situation just because you didn't feel like you were ready or worthy or able to interact at, in that particular group, right? So that's the communication piece of it and, and, and being able to put that shield down or take the armor off, which we, we've used that term before, and open yourself up to express those things because how else are others really going to know if we're not willing to open up and express and share what we're really thinking and what we're really feeling. So that's what we mean when we talk about the truth, right? Peeling back and then being willing to put that out there. Because otherwise you do get in these situations when that's a great example of they see one thing and that's totally not what it is, but that becomes a void or a rift between the group because Mm -hmm. no one really is seeing the truth of what's really happening in that particular situation. Well, now I'm bougie for other reasons, which are true. Um, but it just it just taught me how to be bougie. So when I sit in my truth now, I know I know why I'm bougie, but for different reasons now. Right. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> Quite all right. Anything else you want to add on this slide before we move to the next? Now, I think it's important in our audience who's watching um, that to really look into those slides um, and go back to review them if you can. And think about those things in, in terms of how you're living, how you're walking through your journey right now. And um, and look at are you being are you afraid of conflict? Like some people just say, I don't like drama or some people will say, you know, I just don't like I don't like all that going back and forth. Think about that. Are you backing down in your truth? Are you just, if you don't like drama, then that's fine. If you don't like conflict, that's fine. But sometimes conflict is necessary just so that we can get to the meaning of the thing. And um, you have to stand in your truth in that, even if it's going to be some pushback and you can't get along to go along with everybody. Um, that is not how you get to where you go. Your your happy place, so to speak. I'm making light of it, but your happy place. You can't get there um, going along to get along. Yep. Okay. So, yeah. to, tag, to tag on that, you know, and that's something I, I think is very important. Sometimes we don't, we call it our truth, but we haven't even went deep enough to see what our actual truth is. Mm-hmm. You know, so we go off the surface of, well, I'm comfortable over here, so this must be my truth. That doesn't make it your truth. You actually have to find out what's going why? on and you, your why, your, you know, what's going on deep within you to make the decisions that you're making and reason why you're even moving forward. Not because you're just comfortable with it, because it's not about you just being comfortable with it. It's about you finding out what the actual truth of the situation is. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, I, yeah. I will agree. I had a discussion with someone about that and sorry to interrupt you. And they were talking about, well, you got to figure out why that's your truth. And yeah, you do have to figure it out. It does not change it. I mean, no. you, it does not change it. Even if it was some outside forces that, that, that made you determine this is your truth. It does not change that it's your truth. Yeah. You need to find out why and you know, who all play has is a character in that so that you can reel that back into who you are. Not who mm-hmm. they are based on who you, who you are based on them or other outsource, outside sources, but so it is necessary that you do kind of do a dive, a bigger, a bigger um, dive into um, why this is your truth, but it doesn't change your truth. Right. 
we need to stop lying to ourselves basically that's, that's honestly what it is we lie to ourselves entirely too much you know to make ourselves comfortable comfortable in whatever situation that we're in because it's like okay this is where i think i fit so you're gonna lie to yourself about all the stuff that you've gone through been through going to go through just so you can fit in this spot because you believe that's where you're you believe at that moment that's where your truth lies instead of digging in deeper why because we've been taught to fear those things that are deep to be ashamed yeah. of them to be embarrassed by them and it's you as an individual no one can be you and you are definitely needed in this world so be, stop lying to yourself because as long as you're lying to yourself you're not living in your truth and you're lying to others right I was talking, and I was talking about a deeper dive, not a bigger dive. You do have to dig deep in that. And um, a lot of people are easy with that because it's comfortable, right? If I'm just going to just accept this, this surface person who I am, and that's comfortable for me, not only that is comfortable for people around me in my household, then let me just stay here. But at the, like I said, at the end of the day, you're miserable. You're not content. You're very discontent and it will haunt you. And you said people need to stop lying to themselves. Um, I had to say, Hey, this is, I don't like this anymore. I don't want this anymore. And it, it and, and then it's like, like, well, would it timed out? No, I really didn't. I never liked it, but mm -hmm. I made myself believe I did. Right. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, it's funny. You said that and talking about, you know, not, not liking yourself or lying to yourself. And I just was reading a, a thing the other day and they, they made this comment and I was like, man, that's a very true statement. And, you know, we, you often hear when we're talking about personal growth and self-development, and one of the things that they put out there a lot is, you know, the person in the mirror, which is you, right? This is a challenge between you and the, the person in the mirror and how you're going to change that particular individual. Um, and then they said, unfortunately, for most of us, we go through life to be, to be comfortable so we don't really have to deal with it. We deal with the person in the mirror that we see right after you get out of the shower so the mirror is all foggy. So you actually really can't see the person in the mirror. Mm. And that's the analogy that they use. So, wow. yeah, you're looking in the mirror, but you really can't see yourself. So you're not actually digging down to say, all right, what are the truths within me and my life and my beliefs and what I stand for, what I believe in and that piece of it. And and, and that goes back to what Zarell was just saying. That's that self lie that we live mm -hmm. and we're not being truly forthcoming with everything that's there and the root causes and digging down to get to those root causes of, of different things. And again, until you really accept that you, how can you expect to change or transform if you're not actually going to get down to the foundational pieces and start to be, rebuild from there? Cause that, that's really what it's going to take. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So let's go back to, uh, the presentation we'll move on so we've now looked at you know the definition of the the truths the, the differences between the truth versus your truth some of the signs that maybe you're not standing in your truth well now let's look at turning the corner so and and starting to go other things are going to take to start to climb back up that hill so that we can uh, move forward so this is the reward piece and Bridget you want to cover that for us Yes, and I love this piece because it's at the it's at the end of your journey, right? In self awareness, your reward. Um, you create a realization of self. You bring a sense of peace into your life. You face your fears. You open your heart. You are real. And like I said before, when I started to research this topic, and when I got to those 
points, uh, those really powerful points um, in this uh, topic. Um, it really it was exciting for me because it kind of pe- re- uh, revealed where I am right now in my life. I mean, and so this the whole the five T's all the way through kind of reflects how I am in my where I am in my life right now. And I I will start with just on my opinion on number one, you create you become self aware, and when you become self aware, you sharpen your knowledge of who you really are. Who Not you why. really are, who you really are. Um, um, I always talk to my girls about holding up that mirror, and 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 when they hold up the mirror, we do an exercise with that, and tell me who you are, or tell me what you see. And so people next to them will start saying stuff because you're so you're reluctant, you don't know what to say, right? Because you never really looked at who you really are or, or say anything about yourself that will empower yourself. And so you listen to them, and then you start to say, I'm. No, not what they say, because they can't even see the mirror. You look into the mirror. What do you see? And so not what they're saying to you, because they can't see the mirror. They see you holding the mirror. So you become when you become self-aware, you sharpen the knowledge of who you really are. Um, And then that in turn bring peace. And y'all know I say it's the peace for me mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. It is yeah. the peace for me. That's after you've gone through all this. Um, initial combat, uh, combativeness from others, um, even the combat from the voices in your head. Um, that's, it, you know, it's the peace for me. And that goes into facing the fears. You become more stronger um, than the fear of others controlling what you think. And that was a big thing for me, like I said before, because I wasn't really sure about my decisions based on my past and the results of my decisions that I did not make a lot of decisions on my own without consulting with maybe three or more people. And so I I became stronger in my fear of others, you know, controlling what I think. And you have to have the nerve to speak up and show your heart. And that goes into um, being vulnerable, honest. We talked about that before and transparent. Um, it's, it's about understanding the value that you bring to the world, the value that you bring to the world. That's a reward within itself. And the last one is you are real. I always say you get what you see. You see what you get. I mean, you get what you see with me. Mm -hmm. This is who I am Monday through Sunday, every night, every morning. I mean, I may get quiet. Believe me, I'm in my thoughts. And then most of the time I'm talking a lot. Um, so you get what you see uh, with me. I'm not one way because I don't know how to keep up with those things. I'm not one way one with one with a certain uh, social group is in another way. So they say, oh, she don't even act like that at home. I'm the same way all the time. And so when you stand in your truth, you're real. You're real with yourself. You're real with others. You're confident in your strength. You're confident in the unique parts that you play in this world. Um, you're, true, you're true to yourself, even on the bad parts about yourself. You're true to that. And your truth telling becomes like a a gift, right? It's a gift to yourself and not an offense to others. You talked about zero by offending other people. It's a gift to yourself. And it's not that you're offending others, but you have to stand in it so that you can, because you, because you reached a place of healing from whatever that was. And when people hold up, like I said, to up a mirror to me, you know, I am who I am. And even if at the point back then, when they walked in on my story, or if they walked in before it got, it got good. um, I am that person, but (laughs) This is this is how where I learned, and then it got gooder and gooder. That's my own uh, that's my own English dictionary. Oh, okay. 
it, it, it got good and good. So I'm willing to look deeply into that mirror to see what I can learn from myself. And honestly, even your worst critic can start with the grain of truth. Mm-hmm. With the grain of truth. So that is how that those 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 are the rewards for me. Zero, so, anything you want to chime in on anything on this list? I want to chime in in a different way. Okay. Because I see the rewards. I've been told what the rewards were, but I was still stuck in how to get there or believing that this could never happen for me. And in in the midst of, I mean, you guys know I'm a lupus survivor and I've gone through a lot of processes and trying to get to who I am today and believing in what God has for me and my purpose. And one thing he had told me was, Sit back and look at everything you went through, and then look what I actually, where I was, and what I brought you through. Mm-hmm. So that's how I want to come at. That's how I want to come at these rewards. People saying that, well, this this can't relate to me. You know, the realization of self because I'm just I'm not worth it. You know, I I can never see myself not not you know being able to face my fears or to open my heart to live in that situation. At this point in your life, you already have, mm-hmm. you know, and we failed to even realize how much we have actually accomplished in life because we're so stuck on a negative thought that we look past all of our positives. And I, I said, if one negative thought, it takes about five or 10 positive thoughts to, to negate a negative thought somewhere mm-hmm. I read, you know? And this is why affirmations are so important to repeat them to yourselves because one, we can hear people say stuff all day long. They mean it from the bottom of their heart. They're trying to hug on you, love on you. And as you see is what we're talking about here and then showing you all the pieces that you can go through, be transparent with yourself. Then you'll get to these rewards. And some people are still just not seeing it. Mm-hmm. And, and it's, it's sad, but it's true. And I can say that because I've been there. You know, and the truth of the matter is, I like I said, I'm 44 years old and I can look back like, like God told me to do, look back to see the times that I was with you. He taught me, he taught me that, that there's peace beyond all understanding. The time that I was on my way to the hospital, scared to death in the before, but then God put a peace in my heart. Who understands that? You know, I'm they tell me I'm about to die, but I have no fear in my heart. You know, God telling me he would never leave me nor forsake me. I didn't have a normal support system like Mm -hmm. most people do with all the family that understands or tries to read up on it and be by your side and things like that. But God, God showed up on the scene as my support system to show me that he would never leave me nor forsake me. You know, and then he told me, he showed me where my strength lies by showing me the Holy Spirit that was in me and showing me that I stood in places that I said I, I didn't I didn't think I would ever stand in. Mm. If he had to open my eyes and be like, you, yeah, that was you. You stood right there. And I gave you that strength in that position. So when we actually look back on all the stuff that we said we couldn't do, realize that you're still standing and you did it. You did it, yeah. So your yeah. reward, the rewards you see, you've already accomplished. So don't think don't think about it just being a list and be like, well, I can get to that. Yeah, there's levels to everything. 
we i mean there's levels to you you I, it's like a job i haven't had a job in so long y'all forgive me uh <laughs> so it, it's like a job you have the entry all the way up there's levels to everything you got to learn something new you go through something new and every time you think it's something different it's really not it just looks different but it's actually mm -hmm. the same mm -hmm. so you've already accomplished your rewards you're just going to the next part you might not need to learn something else about yourself that you didn't know okay mm -hmm. open yourself up like you did the last time and keep moving is it scary? Heck yeah. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it gets scary. It gets hard. But true, true enough, it's just something else that I know I can get through based off of what God showed me. I've already been through that I never thought I would make it to see on this side. Mind you, they told me I would die at 24. I tried to live my life to the absolute fullest like I was about to die. And then mm -hmm. I didn't die. <laughs> and I was in awe like, okay, what do I do now? What do I do now? <laughs> Yeah. I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, ask yourself that question. What do I do now? You're still right. here. You woke up this morning. That's a good okay. question. You know, that's a good question. Every morning you wake up and you didn't pass away like so many others in their sleep or being ill or whatever they had to go through. Ask yourself in the morning, okay, what happens next? Mm -hmm. How do I live for today? Yesterday is gone. We can't get it back, but today is here. Don't worry about tomorrow. Because it will take care of itself. But how do I live today? Today. Yeah. Stay in the moment. In the moment. A lot, of, a lot of times I've told people don't don't you know I, I've made an analogy don't don't look back because you're not going that way. But also sometimes you need to peep back there to see how far you've come. And also oh, with yeah, behind, what I yeah. Saying, yeah, yeah. You, have to look, you have to look back there sometime and see how far you come. You're not gonna you're not gonna keep staring back there so you can walk into a wall or run into a wall. You're not gonna keep looking back there, but sometimes you gotta peep back there to see how far you've come based on where you are. So I like that. Don't look back. And sometimes you have to just to see, just to see how far you come and what do you do now? And you made it through here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you hear it this far, you you peep back, like you said, you peep back just enough to say, hey, I actually made it through that. Yeah, I, yeah. I it was behind you. Yes. That, that was yes, my was time to change you. what I needed to change in that moment. So you, we always have that voice in our head. Well, you should have did this. You should have did this. Okay, well, look, it didn't work out. It didn't happen. Okay, if it comes up again, then I know what to do. But right now, I'm moving for today. So yeah. as far, <laughs> I used thing. to do that. Like, I would be full of thoughts of what I should have did. And when I got rid of those thoughts, it was so clear. It almost was like a, a nasal spray or something. <laughs> it was just, yeah. it was just clear. It was like, okay, well, you didn't do those things. So now you got to breathe and move forward. You're not that place anymore. That is a great one. That is a great one. Yeah. So, and I wanted to add on top and we've talked about looking backwards and I, recently was just again reading something they were talking about that very thing in life and saying why is it that and then they use the analogy of driving a car and you've got a rear view mirror that's this big right and you've got a windshield that's five feet across and we spend all of our focus looking in the, the rear view mirror right looking behind us versus looking at this vast opportunity that we have in front of us moving forward looking yeah. out the windshield and staring at the rear view mirror, all, chances are you're going to run into something because you're not focused on the wrong thing. And then you're also dragging now. And again, this is key. 
yeah, you do need to look back there to make sure it's safe when you want to change a lane or do this or do that. Those are the lessons that you've learned that you do want to bring along with you because that's that's where the value of, of looking back is. But right. if that's truly where you stay focused and you're completely ignoring, ignoring all of the opportunity that's there in front of you, looking out the windshield, that's when you can, can really get lost and, and uh, living in the past and, and that whole thing, which is not the place you want to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So that's the rewards. That's what we wanted to talk about. And Zarel, I think that's a great approach to, to say that we can get in that space of, I've been told it, I, I, I've heard about it, but it's not for me or I can't get there or those types of things. So you're having that kind of self-talk and it is important that you start to be honest and open and, and, and work with yourself to start to move in this, in this direction to reach those rewards as you move forward. Honesty is the key word. Honest with yourself and those around you. Honesty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Absolutely. So final slide for today. And this brings us to our question of the day. And it's what benefit or benefits of stepping into your authentic truth are most are you most inspired by and why? So who wants to go first? I I'll say, as I've said, and I will always say, it's the peace for me. And the internal joy, the internal joy, not about the material things around me, the people around me, um, who I affect because I stand in my truth, who I positively affect because I stand in my truth. But it's just the internal joy for me. I mean, it's almost like a weight lifted um, or an exhale, um, so to speak. Um, you can be your true self without harming anyone or belittling, belittling what others think or feel um, that that's their truth. But your truth is liberating and it has been standing in my truth and and i haven't always been let me be very transparent i haven't always been i'm and like i've said maybe in the last two years um certainly in the last year um because of different uh situations that i've had to stand in my truth and it has just been so liberating for me and it has brought so much peace um for me that i i I really thought i knew what peace was before up until now Mm-hmm. So that has been the reward for me. Absolutely. I'm just going to use another word because she said it. Um, freedom. Freedom mm-hmm. freedom in mind, freedom in body, freedom in your atmosphere. Because is once you have that freedom, you gain all this peace. You allow yourself to be free enough to have peace. You give yourself permission to have peace. I love that word permission. Ding, 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 ding. You give. I love that word. Yes. You know, you got to give yourself permission. You know, no one can do anything to you unless you allow them to. That's including control your emotions. So, if you allow yourself freedom, you will have peace of mind, peace in your heart, peace in your body. You know, people get healed behind peace. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just having the peace within themselves, all of a sudden their body feels so much better. Mm-hmm. And people be like, oh no, that's just a mental thing. Yes, your body is made up of mental. Mm-hmm. And that, that affects a lot of different functions in your body. Yes, it does. You know, so when you when you have that clarity in your mind, it just, I mean, I, there's no other word I can really want to use right now other than it's freedom. Because mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it's a lift off your heart. You know, that stress, that stress that you've been holding on to and your body's tight where everybody's going to get massages and spa things and all things like that because 
your body's tense, let go. <laughs> let go. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done, depending on what you've been with. But like we were talking today, own up to your truth. You will get you will get free. You will have peace. You will have less tension. And you won't need, you know, all them other expensive treatments, you know, don't, don't come for them out here, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean. They'll come for you. I mean, it'll say $150, but, um, but if you need it, you know, if you need it for physical um, need, that's, that's totally different. That's totally different. But if it's just a real thing that you just need to let some things go, yeah, it'll save you $150. Um, so yeah, free. I love the word freedom. Um, it's not free like people say. It is not. You have to go through the steps. But once you get there, it'll change your life. Um, yes. And so take the steps to get there. Um, um, it, it is. It is freedom. In order to have peace, you have to go through that freedom process as well. Yes, you do. I like that. So I had three words written down. Uh, the first one was peace. The second one was freedom. So we're, we're all on the same page. But the third word I, I had, so I'll go with that one, is empowerment. It's, it's an, it gives you a level of empowerment that is absolutely amazing. It's, it's, it's a breath of fresh air. It's a, it's a certain amount of energy. It's, it's, uh, it's like a, a suit of armor. Uh, because you feel so empowered once you are truly in that space of standing in your truth. Um, and the last thing I want to say for me is, as a takeaway, and, and this is, uh, I almost call it a word of advice or, or a way of summing up what I, I have gathered from today. And I made a note uh, and it just says, burn bright. So whatever that means to you in your life, however that comes across in your life, Think of it from that standpoint. Burn bright. It doesn't matter what other people think about how bright you're burning, that you're burning too bright, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Just live your life in a way where you are burning bright. That means you're doing the things that you want to do for yourself. You're, you're giving back. You're being a, an important member of society. Uh, all of those pieces and parts are tied into burning bright. So that, that's my takeaway. And that I, again, made that note for myself. I love the burning bright preacher. You know, I love, I love that because, you know, people say I do it the absolute most. And I said, well, you should. You should not be doing just enough or less than. So, I mean, come on board. Um, it'll change your life. Uh, but, I, you know, I've been told that I'm just this ball of sunshine. And nobody is that positive. No, some days you will catch me ah. in the wrong space that you may not want to be on but it's a flip side to that. we got we i am still we're gonna go through the we're gonna go through the hard part but it's the other it's the other side to that when we get to the go through that hard part we have to that we have to have that hard conversation so we can get to that good conversation right to that positive conversation so yeah burn brighter they say I, I post a lot they say i take too many selfies and i will suffocate you yes if you're with me <laughs> You're gonna do selfie. Um, that's just who I am, and that's who I've always been. Um, since selfies came into play, um, but I've always I've, I've been this bright person, and I think that is a benefit um, for others because you then pass it on to someone else when they get their lowest point. They can look at you and say, "Hey, she went through," and I'm never afraid to tell my story and who I and where I came from. And so, if you if you have a piece of that in your life, you can say, "Okay, she went through that, and then she came out like this." I'm not looking and not smelling like anything that she went through, and then I can too. So you know, as you said, um, Brian, burn bright because it's gonna affect someone else. They some. People might put their shades on, but some people want that warmth. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Take, <laughs> as you said, if you, 
<laughs> if you change one life and take them forward with you, then it's all worth it, right? Absolutely. Well, ladies, this was awesome. Thank you. Uh, and, and as we said, the, the takeaway question with this is whose truth are you actually standing in and living? And that, that's what you want to answer. We've gave, given you some great ways, some great tips, what the reward is of that. And again, as they said, the freedom, having the peace, and also the empowerment to burn bright and live your life the way you truly should live it. And that that's the key. And that's what we want everyone to take away from today. I think that's all we have. Anything else? I don't want to share. It was a great session. Um, I hope the quiet noise, the quiet noise was because of our, our um, audience is in their thoughts. So that's a good thing. You want to think about that because next, the next time we join, we'll be talking about trust. Um, <laughs> and so I hope that y'all are in your thoughts. Please, please go back and look at this video um, and think about do some um, inner, inner evaluation and where you yeah. are in your truth. Absolutely. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, it was awesome. And for everyone out there, please like, share, and also subscribe on YouTube. Uh, but if you know someone who would benefit from the messages that we share and the information that we share today, absolutely uh, send them a link to the video, point them in our direction, because that, that's why we're here. It's all about giving back and helping everyone out there and whatever guidance we can provide uh, from our experiences. That, that's kind of the whole point. So I want to thank everyone who did watch us and, and stick with us live. If you see this on the replay, again, leave comments. We'll be uh, checking in for any comments and definitely giving you feedback as we all continue to move forward. So until then, everyone stay blessed. Uh, enjoy the rest of your weekend, and we'll see you soon, right? Bye. Bye. Take care, everyone.